0: you're listening to daily dispatch by your story a show that tells you about all things making news in the startup tech and digital ecosystem in this episode we catch up with yashish dahia co-founder of policy bazaar
1: hello and a very warm welcome to daily dispatch a show that gives you all the latest news and updates from the digital ecosystem i'm priya shade and i'm here with the top news headlines that we've been tracking this evening Well, the National Startup Advisory Council has nominated 28 members from the startup ecosystem to advise the government on measures to nurture and strengthen startups in the country. Prominent members from this council include top bosses of Ola, Baiju, Sequoia Capital, and many others in the startup ecosystem. Well, moving on to the second headline of the day, sources suggest that the Indian government has asked WhatsApp to withdraw its proposed policy changes to remember that WhatsApp has been in news off late for concerns around its privacy policies. The government has also asked WhatsApp to submit responses on issues like privacy, data transfer as well as sharing policies. Well, deep tech startup Gigadyne Energy, which develops quick-charging batteries for EVs, has raised $5 million from VGAR Industries, the funds will be utilised for research in India as well as to scale up business globally. While Moving on to the final headline of the day, Amazon India has partnered with Startup India to launch an accelerator program for startups in the consumer product space who want to go global. This will be supported by both money as well as mentorship and the top three startups in this program will receive a $50,000 equity-free grant which will be given by the e-commerce giant.
2: Well, moving on to our second segment, where we have somebody who's very prominent in the online insurance space. I have with me Mr. Yashish Dahiya, who is the founder and the group CEO of Policy Bazar. Thank you, Mr. Dahiya, for joining us today. I know the last couple of months have been very interesting for you as at Policy Bazaar. Lots of people signing up for insurance with health taking center stage.
0: Yes, in the sense, uh, uh, since unfortunately the the pandemic happened, Uh, in March, there was an increased demand for uh, health and life insurance. uh, Because what you saw was uh, that when people reached hospital, uh, less than 10% of them had any form of insurance. So uh, clearly there was a need felt. Uh, There was a a cost associated with hospitalization. uh, And uh, some people did buy insurance. However, uh, uh, that really was high till about July or so. Uh, since July, we've actually been seeing uh, health insurance uh, or life insurance both being somewhat subdued. And uh, in November, actually, the industry degrew, uh, both the life and the health insurance industry both degrew. Uh, so it is not like uh, you know you would expect in a pandemic like this, people would be queuing up to buy health and life insurance, but that's not happening. I think people are uh, uh, are not realizing still that uh, there is there can be a big cost. Uh, and uh, it does need to be covered. In January, we've seen a pickup again. Uh, so it's it's very difficult to tell these days what's going on. Uh, in the sense, you know, you, there's no particular reason why suddenly in January, I think it's because as people are getting back to offices, uh, they're saying, okay, let's get before we get back to office, let's at least get a health insurance or a life insurance cover. And I think that's what we are seeing. We are seeing a resurgence in January.
2: So, among the other insurances that are available, like for example, travel insurance, etc., uh, which are the areas that have seen some sort of degrowth, where we are still to see recovery.
0: Oh, travel is uh, travel has been uh, travel went down like 95 percent in March, and uh, it has not really come back. It maybe it's back to about fifteen percent of uh, you know of the original. So it may have tripled from March, but it's still very, very low. Uh, So that segment has certainly not recovered because international travel, as you can imagine, is very difficult in the, in this environment. Uh, So yeah, that's, that's the situation. So travel has not come back motor initially had slowed down, but has picked up. Uh, So we've seen, we've seeing all kinds of trends. It's very difficult for anybody to predict what's going to happen next month. Uh, But uh, yeah, motor has motor has come back because people have started driving. So I think it's all linked to pandemic hits. People are worried. Then people go home. People feel safe at home. Uh, People think nothing's going to happen to them. So they stop buying insurance. They stop driving cars. So they stop even getting their cars insured. And as they are coming back, as they're starting to drive and, you know, various things, then they're coming back to, you know, uh, buy their car insurance and then their life insurance. There's been a big uptake in savings products as well. Because with the fixed deposit rates coming down so low, many of the investment products have become very attractive. With the tax saving, et cetera, they have become fairly attractive from a financial per- returns perspective also. And hence a lot of people have gone in for that. In addition, they give you the life insurance cover as well. So that that part is also increasing.
2: So, as we enter into 2021, uh, we're in the early part of the year. I wanted to understand what will be your key focus areas at Policy Bazaar. I know that you all are dabbling across several uh, spaces at this point in time. But if you could highlight the top three focus areas for you this year,
0: I think one is going to be around uh, customer service and claims and how much we can do there. There are, of course, laws we have to follow, uh, it's, a, it's not very straightforward. But uh, uh, but we are really pushing the boundaries there to make sure uh, we are able to serve our customers in a way that they expect. Uh, just just to you know uh, put some very simple things out there. Uh, you know just refunds, endorsements, issuances, uh, any cancellations, uh, claims. Uh, when people have claims, how much support they can get, in, both in terms of motor and two wheeler or. Uh, uh, uh health insurance and life insurance a lot of effort going into that area and the second is on the health ecosystem space uh, we are very keen to uh, see what we can do there uh, to help our customers uh the third part is corporate insurance uh see so far we've only been in the retail space uh but now uh, we are looking for uh you know some of the SMEs there's a lo- there's a lot of Less than 200 people, organizations, I don't know whether to call them small. Yeah, they are, they are small uh, uh, enterprises and uh, uh, they also have significant insurance needs. And we would love to be there and help them, uh, you know, uh, solve those issues. Uh, and there, there, there is possibly some offline distribution as well that we'd look at. There's also some international that we're looking at, uh, maybe some operations in Southeast Asia, etc.
2: I'm going to come to the international expansion in a bit, but I wanted to understand from you, what is the kind of premium trajectory that you, you will see going ahead?
0: See, we are doing roughly about uh, 5,000 crores now of premium now. Uh, we continue to grow at about 30-40% uh, per year. Uh, so, we should, we should see that growth. And uh, the renewal uh, pipeline is building up. But Plus, see, uh, uh, offline as well as corporate should give a boost to uh, the premium numbers. So I think it will be interesting. Uh,
2: 2021 is going to be a landmark year for you. And then as you've maintained over the last couple of years, this is the year that you plan to go public. Uh, are you still sticking by with your plans of launching your IPO this year? Uh,
0: yes, I hope we will go public this year.
2: And are you looking at an additional round of fresh funding before you go public?
0: We, we might do one, uh, in the next few months. Uh, so we'll, uh, you know, uh, we'll see, we don't need it because we, there is a lot of capital in the company, but then we have all these plans, uh, especially as we look at Southeast Asia and uh, what we want to do there. Uh, it may, it may require some capital, um, uh, and it's a, it's a good time to be raising money, uh, just given the amount of liquidity in the market. Uh, so yes, most likely we will raise some capital.
2: So if you talk about the kind of, uh, you know, I think uh, the last time we had spoken, you had mentioned that profitability is something that you have been striving for. Uh, I believe uh, FY 17, 18 uh, were profitable years, but then there were some uh, uh, losses that took place. So are, are you back on the profitability, uh, profitability roadmap?
0: No. So I'll explain. Uh, I think there is a bit of uh, uh, difference in maybe what I said and what was understood. Uh, profitability is uh, something we every business has to achieve and so do we. Uh, there is of course uh, uh, a direction that we take at any stage. We are still on the growth path, not on the profit seeking path. We are still on the growth path. However, I think what I must have said is one should uh, try to avoid wastages uh, which lead to losses unnecessary losses. right? So wastages would be where you know you are making a cost which will not have normal returns and you just do it just for the heck of it Uh, or because yeah, so those we have reduced. Uh, So this year, the company is pretty much at break even. Uh, Next year, we'll be profitable, uh, significantly profitable, actually. So Policy Bazaar is profitable, but we also have Pesa Bazaar and Pesa Bazaar has got losses this year. Uh, However, uh, and we also have an operation in in Dubai, in UAE, Uh, sorry, not Dubai in UAE, uh, and, uh, that operation also consumes money because it's, it's still very early. But I think, uh, uh, as we, as we look at, uh, the, the next year, the policy bazaar profitability should be able to cover up. And, uh, even the Pesa bazaar losses will come down quite significantly. They are, they are pretty much uh, going to be a break even next year. Uh, our focus is not profits. And I, and I don't know how to say that without looking b- b- wrong. Of course, every company has to make profits, but our focus is not profits. Uh, Because, uh, see, we gain nothing by just being profitable. I think we gain a lot uh, by having a slightly higher impact on consumers. And uh, thus, for the next few years, you will see us continuing to invest uh, while we will be profitable, but that's not the driving goal. The driving goal is, is going to be continued engagement with consumers and what all we can do there. Because you can imagine, right, if I had to become profitable, there would be almost point investing in customer service or, mm-hmm. or the claims support or uh, in trying to go international. So all of these or uh, in the healthcare ecosystem. So a lot of these are costs right now, but they would help us be in better position in the future.
2: I want to ask you one final question before I let you go in terms of revenues and targets that you have uh, for the year ahead. Uh, run us through some numbers in terms of what is the kind of revenues that you are aspiring to hit by uh, FY22. Also, if you could run us through uh, you know, any numbers in terms of claims and actions uh, that you expect over the next uh, two, three, two to three years.
0: So see, uh, we have two uh, significant companies, Policy Bazaar and Paisa Bazaar, And uh, uh, combined, we would be doing more than uh, 2 million transactions a month. Uh, I think from a revenue perspective, I did mention Policy Bazaar will have about 5,000 crores of insurance premium. Uh, Pesa Bazaar also does a lot of uh, uh, lending. Uh, and so overall, we'll be close to 1,000 crores in revenue. And I think we will grow to about 1,400-1,500 crores next year, uh, which is just you know standard uh, let, let's see let's see what happens if we can expand into corporate insurance and you know if that can make us grow faster
2: alright on that note uh, we wish you all the very best for all your endeavors in the insurance space okay. and also for your upcoming IPO we'll be tracking that very closely at Your Story TV thank you so much for being a part of Daily Dispatch
1: to wrap up this edition of daily dispatch thank you so much for logging in goodbye and see you tomorrow
0: follow us on facebook instagram twitter and youtube just look for your story or log into yourstory.com thanks for listening to daily dispatch by your story